Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to another edition of Trendy, presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best way to wager for casual cappers. And Brett, I have a new slogan for this show. When uh, Damashek, he likes to say, he likes to say when he's wrong, he'll say he's wrong. I say, when you are wrong, be hilariously wrong. Be so wrong that the school that you root for, the school that you went to, the school that you love with all of your heart gets destroyed by their middle rival on your birthday for like 35 points after you gave them out on a national show. That is how you should be hilariously wrong, don't you think? Well, uh, I was hilariously wrong right there with you. I tailed that pick. <laughs> so you and I both sure suffered. <laughs> you got you and I both suffered uh, some big hits to our our dignity and pride there. Back because I backed that one. You had me sold. I I couldn't believe the scoreline uh, when I went and checked the game later that night. I didn't actually get a chance to sit and watch any of it, but that was a hand, no hands down. That was a beatdown. They got destroyed. <laughs> I mean, it well, was. Don't think you're off. Don't think you're off the hook. I know you did tell me on that, and therefore you joined me in that hilarity. But uh, let me read a text I received from you on Monday as we were trying to figure out how to actually score the Daytona 500 bet before oh, yeah. before the race. Before the race, I received this text. Actually, it's four drivers for Team Hendrick. They have some rando named William Byron plus their top <laughs> three guys. The rando who was in the winning circle at the yep. end of Team Hendrick, who you did not even know, who you completely dismissed as a winning the entire thing. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, from from what I saw, there was obviously the big crash early. Uh, but yeah, he was the dude that they kind of mentioned in every article that I was reading in prep. He was driving in the NASCAR truck series, I think, as late as like 2018. Um, so he hasn't really been like a NASCAR driver for that long. On, on in this series, and then of course he goes ahead and wins the Daytona 500. I was just kind of hoping that you would just see that he was part of Team Hendrick and not recall that text. But now, now that you're uh, or would be here on the on the uh, the show, I have no choice. I can't escape that one. No luck for you. But somehow I still had a profitable show on Monday, even with all that crazy betting. I got the inner game exactly right. Uh, took them on the money line, plus took the under by tailing you. Also hit on my hockey uh, blind kind of head pick where I was just looking at stats. Never knew the guy's name. Don't even recall their names now, but I got money in my pocket because they both delivered points on Monday night. So I'm up 6.2 to 1.7 as you blew all of your soccer picks as the host of Covered in Glory. You could not be feeling Covered in Glory at this moment. Yeah, PSV Eindhoven has just been torturous to me because every time I look at their team and their their numbers, I'm like, wow, this team should be good. And then every time that I watch them play, I was like, God, this team is trash. <laughs> so uh, it is. Uh, it, it was really bad. I mean, Dortmund is a shell of themselves. Um, I mean, they they should have won the game. Malin's goal that he scored was like deflected. I mean, you couldn't have walked and placed the ball perfectly into the upper corner and he was short-sighted. So it was a it was a really fluky goal. That Dortmund team is really bad. So Eindhoven should be like somewhat dismayed that they didn't uh come back and win. 
So, I mean, it was it was a little bit of bad luck, a little bit of, you know, kind of the numbers was the eye test and I, and the numbers lost out there. That that Dutch division just doesn't seem promising. But, of course, I'm a moron. And uh, to preview some picks that are coming up in the show, I'm going right back to the air division and hoping that one of their other teams is going to win. Two of their other teams are going to win, actually. Uh, that's what everyone's on their edge of their seat for is the Irreverse picks. Uh, and some of the other people are on the edge of their seat for So... During this week where the rest of the network is off, we will not have a best of episode. So I figure, what the hell? It's like when you want to dump a really bad story in politics or business, you release it <laughs> Friday at five o'clock. Let's go ahead and do an opening that we haven't done for a little while. But this is a show where we like to explore what, uh, best ways to wage over casual cappers. And let's look at how I have done this season as a casual capper in these different ways. So, Brett, you produce every one of these shows. These numbers probably won't shock you, but I'll still ask you to react to them. If you were to look at the heart head heater cred and then tail or fail, I am profitable in two of these six categories. Would you like to take a guess which two I am profitable in? The heater one, I would assume, would be the first one. And then yep. the, the, the heart pick? Failing, baby. The thing I never do, I don't do it anywhere often enough. I always play nice with you guys and come in and say that I love your picks. But in failing, I am profitable. The place where I am most unprofitable at, by far, by a long shot percentage-wise, is tailing you fools. I can <laughs> never actually guess one of the ones that you're going to do correctly. I am down 21 units oh in 59 goodness. shows trying to tail you guys, or 69 shows, but I've tailed you guys 59 times, and I can never pick out the winner. I am negative 21 on that. Improfitable on heater, though. You got that correctly. So it just goes to show, like, it just goes to show where the biases really creep into this. Like, you can't bury the part of you that's a sports fan, no matter how much you want to. When you can just remove those biases and just say, I'm just going to play a pattern, or even in the head category, I'm just going to play a number, actually do pretty well. But when you're trying to play something like the heart, or I'm trying to be nice to you all and, and, and buying into your narratives without doing my own research, I am getting destroyed. Yeah, I mean the heater the heater pick makes a lot of sense. We I think we talked about this the last time we went through the numbers, but it's the thing that removes the emotional reaction, right? It's the thing that where so many of these bets the lines don't necessarily move massively from one game to the next, especially when you're talking about like NBA basketball for over-unders or spreads like they're not going to the books aren't going to change a team spread drastically you know in terms of team strength that much so it's like those bets the Perdomo stuff that you find the trends that you bet all the time in baseball the those things I think are the best way to remove emotion and being like I bet this guy he didn't come through f this dude I'm never betting him again when really like what you're trying to do a lot of these things is just continue to, to hammer things uh, away from the variance. And that's where heater picks, I think are especially valuable. It's like you variance is going to come up and bite you two, three, four picks in a row. I mean, we just talked about it with Eindhoven, like they scored a lucky goal and part of me never wants to bet anything with Eindhoven again. But when I look at the return leg, I probably should go back because the, the fluky results are not going to move the bookmakers odds and it shouldn't change my underlying evaluation of Eindhoven, you know, but the only thing that'll make me maybe not want to bet it again is just be like, screw this team. They let me down. Right. And I think yeah. heater removes that. I, th I think in some ways, Brett, uh, what I've realized in looking at these numbers again and, and doing this show for six months is I should never make any bet once. 
Like I should, if I'm going to make a bet, I should make it five consecutive times or 10 consecutive times because the portfolio has a better chance to return than an individual result. And so mm -hmm. if you actually believe something, you know, strong enough to put money on it, put money on it over the long-term and repeated events rather than these one-offs. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think one of the way, one of the best lessons of that is when you bet golf winners, um, there's been a lot, there's a lot of talk from like really good golf bettors that, that are always, you know, and they, they show the stats at the end of the year. If you would have bet like $10 on Max Homa, and then he wins two events over the course of the year, you know, you'd be up whatever, 15 units, 20 units. If you just bet 10 bucks on him every tournament. And that's kind of a good way to look at it too, in terms of general betting strategy It's like you're betting when you bet on one thing and it misses on one night. There are a million reasons why that bet was a good bet, but it just missed. And if you yeah. continue to to go away from it after that, because it misses the one time, you're probably throwing away all the smart logic you had out the window. And so I, I think you're exactly right. Like you got to look at these things like portfolio bets. You got to you got to kind of ride the wave of variance and just plow through. And I think the the way that you structure this game and the way that you structure the heater bets, you have to plow through it. You can't just come off it after the first pick in this when we do the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's certainly true. Uh, I think one of the other interesting things, Brett, is looking at the guest picks. So removing my own inabilities to do this or abilities to do it. Looking at the guest picks, I've actually never been happier to be a Washington sports fan because the reason that the guest uh, single worst category is the heart is everybody comes on and is a homer for their team. And I don't bet my teams. I bet against my teams. So <laughs> Guttles coming on here betting on the Lakers, like Shet coming on betting on the Penguins, Eddie coming on and betting on all the New York teams. The heart category is by far the worst for the guests because they're all jacked up to bet on their own team in the hearts. And it turns out that every team that everybody roots for sucks equally. Yeah, well, I mean, that's there's a million human biases that would go into, you know, kind of letting that the, the heart pick kind of lead you astray because you're you're always wanting like you bet your own team unless you're someone like, you know, you who actively bets against his crappy DC sports teams or me who's dead inside and has no atta emotional attachment to any team, really. Um, the it, it, You're always wanting that outcome and the underlying desire to have that outcome, I think, probably pushes you to take better maybe that you shouldn't go to yeah and i think the other thing i realized and then we'll move on to today's picks is the head-to-head -head nature of this naturally changes the like record a lot more than the last time that i reported like now that i've done it enough and i've developed strategies and things like that because like turns out that i can be uh getting beat by the book but i'm 14 and 10 overall including wins in the two you know big contests the tournament of champions and the super bowl contest and it's because like you start putting in strategy that you might not do if you're just playing the game against the book right like strategic tailing like last week i took sga mvp uh just because it was the only way gunnels could beat me if that bet hit and of course it didn't hit and so i lose a unit just because i was trying to block him from winning the game and also like you know you end up chasing if you're down on friday and you had a bad wednesday or whatever then you start chasing by putting in multi-leg parlays which is how they built the casinos in the first place so like it's a good lesson when you are playing the one player game against the computer like chasing with a parlay is just how the house always wins and so i've seen that in this game and it just confirms something that everybody knows but nobody can actually you know pay attention to in their own betting and the last thing is like this is a little bit of like i don't know truman show like this is still a show 
So like I'm aware I'm being watched and I'm aware I need to talk about things that won't make people turn off the show immediately. So like this show should probably be the all Perdomo bits. It should be all super random guys where there's really soft markets that you can find. But like if I did nothing but that, I didn't talk about mainstream guys, nobody would listen whatsoever. So like sometimes you end up like putting a bet in here because you have a, a narrative you want to talk about or a storyline you want to talk about or a big name that you want to talk about. And it's not actually the best bet. But overall, still done pretty well, as I said, uh, having a winning record in the head-to-head. And I think more than anything else, what I've discovered is head-to-head gambling is so much fun. And I want to lean into it more and more and more versus just like kind of the lonely aspect of playing against the book. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of hit on the logic, too, of why I prefer mostly, for the most part, um, sorry, Caesars, but doing DFS versus going just straight betting is DFS is what you're getting at with this show. It's you're going head to head against other people in a gambling format. And so I don't have to beat Caesars modeling. I just have to beat you or beat the 10 other guys in a small field, you know, DFS pool or something. You know what I mean? So I, I think you're a hundred percent right. I, and it's, and it's funny. You talk about the strategy behind this. It's just like, I kept I kept thinking back to when you tailed the SGA bet last week against Scuttles, and it was the old adage of like you're getting chased by a bear. You don't have to outrun the bear; you just have to outrun the slowest person. <laughs> and yeah. so, so I do think that like the way that this show is structured will probably, and especially with the way that you play it, you know, to make sure that you're winning the game and not trying to win the bets, probably is going to throw off like the overall units in terms of record. Um, but it, but it it does kind of lead you down a path. And I know you've, you've done this and with certain fantasy stuff and you're going to try to push this in other ways, you know, not giving stuff away, but it, it just brings the enjoyment back to just beating your buddies and gambling in enough, another form. And so that's why that's why I hope that everybody that's listening has been enjoying the show. I mean, I've enjoyed coming on here. Multiple guests have enjoyed this format. So you you have nailed something right on the head. It is way more fun doing bets against your buddies than it is against the book. All right. Well, let's give that book a little bit of love and let's come back with a bunch of picks that have you disprove what I just said as you give out non-mainstream soccer games that no one actually cares about right after this. You know, when the conversation turns tampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account 
account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net, New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, Brett, it is time to contribute to the statistics a little bit more in our game of heart, head, heat, or crud. I have the lead, so I am going to go ahead and claim honors. And this is interesting because we're taping way in advance of all the games that we're talking about for once. I mean, I guess we do it on NFL Sundays, but there's no NBA action on Wednesday. You're playing all these Europa games on Thursday. So everything but one pick that we give out is actually going to not be until tomorrow. So you got plenty of time to think about it and get your action in over at Caesars. And I'm going to lead with the return of the NBA with an under in the Spurs-Kings game, under 242.5 and minus 110. There's several reasons for this, Brett. First of all, the Spurs are not good enough to feel uh, for anybody to feel great about them contributing to such a high total. And with Wemby's presence on the defensive side, they are far more likely to play games in the 220s rather than the 240s. Then you throw in the beach tax, and I'm not sure how much running everyone is going to want to do right out of the gate with all that uh, alcohol and partying kind of flowing out of the system. So I think the under is the right play here. I looked at the three highest lines, saw the Spurs, jumped on this one, minus 110. Yeah, I definitely love the logic of picking the under in a game coming back after uh, the All-Star break. I mean, not not even necessarily if guys have been going out, going crazy or whatever, but just like it's it's that first game back from a, a random break in the middle of the season. Like the, you have to imagine that that first quarter is probably going to be a little bit rusty for both Luggy. sides. And if and that's and, and when the, when you're talking about over unders that high too. All you need is one quarter where one or two teams or one both teams struggle a little bit or one team puts up like 16 points and you're well on your way to hitting an under when it's that high. Yeah, especially like 
the Spurs might put up 98 points in this game, and then you need the Kings to score, you know, 144, and I'm going to go ahead and lay even money on that number. And so, I don't know. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, tell us what you have in the heart category. So I am going to a team that's got a big name, uh, but they are all the way in Europa Conference League at this point. That's Ajax. Uh, they are playing. They have. They were just a few years ago. They were in the final four of the Champions League. They have one of the most young, exciting teams, uh, led by Frankie De Jong, who's now with Barcelona. Um, but uh, since that time, De Jong is gone. De Ligt is gone. Edison Alvarez is gone. They have seen a massive drain of talent over the last two or three years, and they have just not replaced it. And I don't know if that's a uh, bad strategy on their part that they haven't been able to recycle or it just goes to the, you know, old saying that it's just a really hard in soccer to replace talent. Um, but they are all the way down Europa conference league and they are playing Bodo Glimp <laughs> Norwegian team uh, who I honestly, with all my spreadsheet nerdy and my soccer nerding out, I recognized exactly one player on that team uh, the Norwegian league, although we are going to see maybe a little bit rise on the international stage with your boy Martin Odegaard and Erling Haaland. And I mean, Oscar Bob is apparently Norwegian. He started for City the other day. Um, but this is not a good league. And Ajax still had some players there. Uh, they're led by a striker now. His name is Brian Brabby. Um, They still have Steven Bergwijn, who had a disappointing spell with the Spurs, but is kind of perfect for this level of soccer. Uh, Steven Berghaus is still there. So, I mean, they, they have some talent there, whereas Bodo Glimt have none and they're plus 175 on the money line in a game they need in a match they need to win to advance. Uh, and in the first match of this uh, leg, they pretty much poured on the shots, got a little unlucky in the result, but I am going to take them on the money line at plus 175 and kind of hope that I see a little bit of a revitalized old Ajax with Jordan Henderson now in the fold as well. Yeah, I, no way I'm taking the Norwegian side of that. And so it's just a matter of whether Ajax can deliver on the score sheet in order to eke that one out. Uh, uh, all right, I'm going to bank that one. might come back to that one. So in head, it worked for me on Monday, so I'm going to go back to the well and I'm going to play some blind hockey guys. I am going with Zach Hyman and Evander Kane. Both to fail to record an assist. So both under 0.5 assists at minus 130. And since it treated me well, I'm going with it again in this high-profile Wednesday night matchup. I'm taking two Edmonton Oilers to not provide an assist against the Bruins. And since neither of these guys sports a nickname like McJesus, I do feel pretty good. They have both failed to produce an assist in nine of their last 10 games, meaning this bet has been an 80% winner as of late. And to improve upon their record, they've got to break down one of the best defenses in the league as the Bruins are fourth in the league in goals against. So a couple of overs against loose teams worked on Monday. Let's see if a couple of unders against a tight team gives me the same results tonight at minus 130. And I am tailing this pick because you are sneaky good at hockey picks. Um, you have been really good at these picks this year. I think I only remember you missing one. I know we don't score individually by sport. We we do mostly do the categories. But I bet you if we look back through the spreadsheet, you are rushing hockey bets. So when I saw you at another one after you hit on Monday, I was like, that's I'm just going with that blind. I don't know who those players are. I couldn't tell you a single thing about hockey. I just know that you have been able to identify and find trends and you have been very successful at it this year. So I'm hoping that I don't do my everything I touch dies thing and ruin this bet for you. <laughs> but I, this is the one I'm going to tell because you have done an excellent job at finding value in these hockey lines. Well, it's right back to biases and also like the value in soft markets on 
non-marquee players. And so yeah. in hockey, I play almost all non-marquee players and I don't have any bias because I've never seen them play. And so like, I think there's, there's some unfortunate lessons in there. And while we don't score by sport, the only sport I know my record in is I am 0-1 in NASCAR and it will remain that way. That was a one-off. I'm never going back to the track. Yeah. Uh, well, well, clearly you just need to wait for me to mention somebody in a text and then he's and trash him. And then eventually he's going to win because that's just how things work for me. Um, but in my thing, I'm, I'm actually moving up a little bit for my uh, head pick and I'm going to the Europa League. So we're going full on Europa. This is the second biggest competition, uh, continental competition in Europe. And there are actually going to be some players that I think Roma uh, is is going to be the team that I'm betting against. And they're playing Fionord. And Fionord is managed by a gentleman named Arn Slot, who I am very intrigued by. I think he's going to be somebody that eventually is going to be getting a job at a club that people will care about, <laughs> not Fionord. Um, but he has done a really good job over the last couple of years. Uh, between them and Eindhoven, they have completely taken the, the league away from Ajax, which dominated at Bayern Munich style um, for a long time. Uh, and they are plus 240 on the money line against Roma, who just lost one of their two best players. One is Toby's favorite on Covered in Glory, Romelu Lukaku. But the guy that's out is Paulo Dybala, and he's not the same player that he used to be. Uh, but Dybala is still really good, especially for that level of soccer. And he has a quad injury that's going to keep him out of the second leg of this match. And this Fiennor team is no joke. And the difference between them and a team like Eindhoven is Eindhoven was a little bit more uh, goal-centric, so their attack was kind of what powered them. And Fiennord is much better. They have the best defensive record in that league, which I know isn't saying much. But they also have a future stud, I think, in Santiago Jimenez. He has 19 goals for them in the Eredivisie this year, which, again, if there's a Bundesliga tax, there's definitely a tax on, player, on players coming from the Dutch league. But he's a 22-year-old Mexican international, and I think this kid is going to move to at least a mid-level club, if not a big club this year, because he is absolutely dominating these two competitions. He is probably, I would say, the best attacker on the pitch, and yes, that <laughs> includes Toby's old boy, Lukaku. Um, and I think without Dybala in the line, lineup this is going to be a really tough match for Roma to win and this Fienor team I think because they're a little bit more defensively focused is more um in tune to win a match like this so I'm going to take him at plus 240 on the money line I'm going to bet on my boy Arn he's an intriguing manager and Roma's had a lot of disappointment this year they fired Jose Mourinho because of it and they're down one of their best players you know that, that saying where somebody's like, oh, I'd rather have a ham sandwich than that guy, or you know, he would lose to a ham sandwich. If Fionnord started a ham sandwich at center back, that would be brilliant. No center back on the planet can remove Romelu Lukaku faster from a game than any plate of food that is just placed in front of him and distracts him for 90 minutes. So pour in the prosciutto, and that guy will not be a factor whatsoever. And I like that bet. <laughs> Uh, on the heater side, I am, I'll keep mine short. I know you got three Europa games to give up. Hopefully you can keep it, uh, shade under a decade before those games are completed. So on the heater side, I am going just with money lines of teams I think are better than their opponents worked out with Inter on Monday. And this time I'm going with the Suns. The Suns are a plus number against the Mavericks. They are plus 135 on the money line as they visit Dallas on Thursday night. 
I think they are better than the Mavericks. They've split the first two games this year with the road team actually winning both in convincing fashion. So I'm not afraid of making that trip to Texas. And the Suns won seven of their last nine uh, right before the break. One of the losses was a one-point nail-biter against a really hot Golden State squad. Injuries have been a huge factor for the Suns this year. They've had a little bit of time to rest. They're finally starting to get their team back together. I think they're going to have a big second half. And I think it starts on Thursday night with a plus-money win against Dallas. Yeah, I I just, man, can't get on board with Suns bets. That team has just been disappointing to me. I mean, I I don't know. I'm also a big Luka guy. So I don't know if uh, that was one. I was looking at that you know, one. It was also a big Luka guy, Luka. Did you see, yeah. he did not look slim in that all-star uniform. <laughs> no, he does not. Uh, yeah, the commitment to conditioning for Luka is definitely going to probably be the thing that maybe – maybe keeps him from reaching a new level in terms of uh, championships and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just haven't been sold. I wasn't sold in the sun team from the start of the year. I thought the NBA is trending way more towards kind of a weak link sport instead of the star driven one where you should be having eight or nine very capable players in your rotation and they went star heavy. Um, And so I just haven't been on board with them, but you know, again, I'm uh, right now I'm basically giving you this bet because I'm thinking that I would side with the Mavericks and you're taking the Suns. Everything that I touch dies. So enjoy the win on this one, Toby. You're welcome. Uh, continue to pad those heater, statigor- uh, heater category stats. Yep. All right. Well, pad your own. Give out three Europa games and do it quick. All right. So we're going to go with the the three away team. I said I was going to do away teams winning this week, and I am staying true to my word. Uh, the first one is going to be the Benfica money line, minus 115 against uh, Toulouse. Uh, so Toulouse is, is interesting. I'll, I'll go longest on them just because they have an interesting background. So Toulouse is one of two teams that Redbird Capital is invested in. Uh, Redbird Capital is basically their conduit for running the teams is Luke Bourne, very brilliant guy, uh, Toby has interacted with him before as well. He is was their kind of director of football, but because of the rules that you can't have ownership stake in two teams in a continental competition, Redbird had to divest from Toulouse this year. Now, I'm sure they left some people in charge, but this team also earned their way into Europa by winning the French League Cup, which is kind of a fluky knockout you know, contest that gets you into this big competition. And they're just not very good. And the Portuguese league is probably the best league outside of the big five. Um, they have a bunch of teams in Europe. Porto's in the Champions League. We talked about them on Covered and Glory last week, if you want to go listen to that. Um, so to get them at only min- minus 15 against a French team that's mid-table just seems like easy money to me, which, of course, will guarantee a loss. Uh, but I'm going to go with Benfica there. Uh, then the next one is Galatasaray. So they're plus 165 against Sparta Prague. The thing I'll just say against Galatasaray is they are, if you are at all a soccer fan, go to their FB ref page and just go look at their team because they have a ton of, oh, that's where that guy is. Uh, Wilfred Zaha, Mario Accardi, Toby, another one of Toby's boys, Akeem Zayich is there. Angelino was there for a while, though he's moved on. Um, so they have a ton of guys that just like kind of used to be somebody's in other leagues that are just kind of playing out the string here. Uh, but that should be enough to get them past Sparta Prague. And then the last one I have is Braga Moneyline plus 135 against FK Kerbog. Uh, 
and I think I'm saying that right. They're the best team in the Azerbaijan league. Um, so there you go. That's really all the logic that you need. There is they have a good team in Portugal and Braga. Braga is constantly in the top four of the Portuguese league. They are plus 135 against the best team in Azerbaijan. So I don't really know if I need to give any more analysis than that. <laughs> I'm suddenly wistful for a return of the Zozo Open. So I don't have to listen to your Azerbaijan league picks here on this show. Bring I'm not picking them. I'm picking against them, to uh, be clear. They're still coming up. Uh, all right. Well, you're very good on soccer. Obviously, anybody who listens to Covering Glory knows how good you are. So hope that was worth everybody's time, even though I think the number of people listening to this show will exceed the number of people watching that game. And we are <laughs> not top 10 on iTunes. Let me just put it that way. Uh, so for cred, I am going to go back with somebody you might've heard of. It is Paolo Banchero over 26.5 points plus assists. This is minus one Oh four over at Caesars. Banchero was on fire right before the break. He hit in 10 of his last 11 on this bet exploded for a 36 and six in the last game before the break. Uh, last time he went up against Cleveland, they did hold him to 18 and six so slightly before below the number, but before that he exploded for 42 and their other matchup against them this year. So I know they're known as a good defensive squad, but Paulo has solved that in the past. I believe he will solve it again tonight. Plus I really enjoyed not watching him, not give half an F on Sunday. He was able to keep his eye on him. I know he wasn't out getting in trouble over the weekend because he was just as all the players were kind of embarrassing themselves on national TV, which brings me, you know, a little bit of peace of mind to know exactly what he was up to over the weekend. So going to take him tonight, minus 104 to get over this number. Love what I've seen out of him. And I'd like him to continue in the second half. Yeah. My only take on Bonchero is I think he is the king to the DeMar DeRozan floor raiser, but not ceiling raiser type of player thrown uh, that we're going to talk about over the next 10 years. I think he's, the type of dude that's going to be very good to get a team slightly above 500. I don't know if he can be the centerpiece to a championship team. Um, yeah, DeRozan's got a ring anyway, baby. I'm sure Paolo would take that career. That's right true. Now. That's true. Um, all right. But we'll we'll go. We'll move on from that after my little hot take there to my cred pick, uh, which I'm going back to Europa League, uh, to Sporting Lisbon with the clean sheet win plus 135 versus uh, the Swiss team Young Boys. Uh, Young Boys, actually, if you are a U.S. men's soccer team fan, you probably have heard of them because that was where Jordan Pifak was uh, applying his trade a few years ago. Pifak is made some appearances for the red, white, and blue, uh, but he is gone. A bunch of their attacking talent has also migrated to other places and they are just not, they used to be able to kind of be a pesky team in the group stages of the champions league. Not so much any, anymore. Sporting Lisbon is the class of the Portuguese league. They play a back three. They're very good defensively and they are plus plus one thirty-five for that clean sheet win against young boys in a match that they need to make sure they hold on to the good, their one goal advantage in order to advance. So you have them on a clean sheet victory. So yep. a draw, they advance anyway, and they're just as happy. So I'm going to – I was thinking about it because I do like sporting this year. Uh, I'm going to tail Ajax, your very first one you gave out, because I think plus 175 was your highest number. And as we already discovered, anything I tail dies. So I am blocking you, sir, on your biggest number. I also like them uh, in that matchup. Uh, and you were going to follow my hockey pick. So there we go. There's our Wednesday edition of Hardhead Heater Cred. Uh, we still have the Second Guest Express to go. So let's give our sponsors a little bit more love and come back with that right after this. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Brett, we are back. I took the lead the first time around in the main segment. Why don't you go ahead and give everybody your second guess express? Well, I wanted to just say my second guess express was betting Europa League. (laughs) But in particular, I was looking for all kinds of reasons to basically fade Ajax and I couldn't find them. But I, this team is just, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm betting the front of the Jersey and not paying attention to the names on the back. Um, And so they, they have just had such a massive talent exodus. I think they're still better than Bodo Glimp. They should beat Bodo Glimp. They dominated them in the first leg. They created uh, over two chances worth of goals. And uh, Glimp, Bodo Glimp only scored about a half or scored two goals, about a half goals worth of expected goal chances. Um, so they got a little lucky to even be in this position. But there's something that tells me this IX team could be prone for a takedown. I just couldn't find what it was. Um, so I ended up taking them on the money line. But I would not be overly shocked if this completely depleted team loses because I was sitting there going, it's Ajax. I'm not going to lose the Norwegian team. Um, so that was my my true second guess express. Although I have a feeling I might just be second guessing every single selection in Europa League. Uh, well, I look forward to having Friday off because apparently you can just host the show and just argue with yourself. Like you just second guessed your own pick. <laughs> 20 minutes after you provided it. So I don't even know why I need to be here. You can go ahead and skits out and uh, work through this yourself on Friday. For my second guess, I am going with the Lakers money line at plus 162. I think this is too high against the Warriors. I know the Warriors were a darling right before the all-star break, but with AD and LeBron, I'm, I think are going to play in this matchup. I haven't seen any news otherwise. If I missed it, then I apologize. Uh, LeBron really like loafed it on at the all-star game, didn't play that many minutes, did have that nice dunk off the Paul George assist. But I don't think these guys are cooked from that uh, from their appearance on Sunday. And I, I like them in this game. I mean, it's a second guess express because I don't have a lot of good reasons why, and I should probably stop talking. But my gut says that the Warriors are a little bit overvalued against a full-powered Lakers team. And so plus 162 is just too high a number to not jump on. Yeah, I am. I was always a, a big believer in Kevon Looney. Um, I thought he was he did a lot of things that didn't show up in box scores but helped the Warriors win. And they've essentially won on this run by banishing him to the bench. Uh, so I've been still trying to figure that one out. And I'm so I'm sort of skeptical on the Warriors. I'd be I would be more inclined to take a Lakers money line when it's that high because I'm not quite sure how this is all working out for them. But maybe it's legit. Uh, we'll have to see. 
Yeah, Brian, I'm pretty sure they just beat them. I think there was a thriller back at the end of January a few weeks ago. I think it was 145-144, a couple of overtimes. That's remember because it was a high-profile game with Curry and LeBron, and there was a lot of coverage about it afterwards. It's a great one. And so, like, one plus 160 you know, or higher for a result that we just saw, the Lakers winning in uh, San Francisco, I, just, I like the value. I probably should have put it in my picks, but hard to fit it in when the other ones are all going to be winners, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I gave you the blessing on a couple of them, and I gave you the curse on one. So we'll see how your picks turn out this week. All right, today, well, the- today, just today, not this week. I'm thinking this is covered in glory. <laughs> in a blessing and a curse, we will be back on Friday with another edition of Trendy. But first, we will be also here with Covered in Glory. I'm not sure Brett knows which show he is on since he has only <laughs> given out soccer pits the entire time. I bet that probably continues Friday because now he's committed to the bit. So join us tomorrow for more soccer picks on Covered in Glory. Come back on Friday and then come back on Monday for the rest of the network while Brett and I take a week off. So until then, enjoy the return of the NBA. Enjoy the Europa League. Enjoy Azerbaijan or whatever the hell Brett is watching. And we will see you on Friday. Take care, everyone. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.